and I'll, I'll take it back to the charge on one more piece. It says, I'll remain superbly conditioned to perfect all movements throughout every drill and ceremony. What's going on, Refill Team Fairchild? You guys know how this works. The goal of this podcast is to help bring people together. Whether it's stories of triumphs and success, or even stories of a little bit of failure or hardship, we share them all. Because by doing so, we help connect each other to one another. And that's really what this podcast is all about. So let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right, Refill Team Fairchild, today we were lucky enough to have Sergeant Bear get together with the U.S. Air Force Honor Guard. We have Sergeant Jones, Sergeant Fielder, and of course Sergeant Bear, who was our local base honor guard program manager. Uh, well, first, welcome. And then if you guys just want to explain a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and what your current job is with within the Air Force. Sure thing. Would you like to go first, ma'am? Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. I'm Tech Sergeant LJ Fielder. I'm actually out of Port Moultrie at Dover Air Force Base, so I work for Air Force Moultrie Affairs. And I am the NCOIC of Base Honor Guard Programs and Policies. Sorry, it's Excellent. a bit of a title there. Yeah. Yes, I uh, work with Air Force Honor Guard. We together work with the base Honor Guard programs and uh, ensure that they work and function properly. They handle all the stuff that looks good. So they're the people that you can actually thank for what you see visibly is shiny uniforms and the movements. And I make sure they don't break the law. And together we make base Honor Guard. Excellent. (laughs) Well, thanks for being here. Thank you. I, I am Tech Sergeant Brandon Jones. I'm with the Air Force Honor Guard currently I'm the NCOIC of recruiting. So my main job is to recruit all airmen, NCOs into our program. I come from an air traffic control background. Awesome. So I actually came from Fairchild previously, uh, working at the tower here, did base Honor Guard while I was here as well, and then got picked up through the DSD process for the Air Force Honor Guard. And we hear you have a twin on base. I do have a twin on base. He has a, a security forces background. That's all I'll say about that. Sure. Uh, but yep, Tech Sergeant Jones as well. Being identical twins, we may have been a little bit competitive, but uh, you know, we're right right along with each other there. Awesome. I just learned that we had another brother set on base. There's one that's a port dog, and then a jet troop, the Cuds. We so mm. we have Mason and Morgan Cud that are also on base. I just found that out. We were talking with Mason Cud, and he mentioned. Or I was like, oh, I got you mixed up with Morgan. I almost sent the wrong email. I was like, oh, yeah, huh, that's my brother. And I thought, you know, oh, he's joking with me. And then later I found a picture of them together. I was like, oh, they weren't joking. <laughs> wow, there's real twins. Or there's real brothers on base, too. So that's <laughs> awesome. And then Sergeant Bear. Yes, ma'am. I'm the NCIC of Honor Guard at Fairchild Air Force Base here. Uh, what's going on here is I got word from Chief Master Sergeant Guzman. The idea of bringing in the U.S. Air Force Base Honor Guard to get some extra training. And by the time you mentioned it the second and third time, I definitely got the idea, <laughs> got the ball rolling, <laughs> researched some numbers and pitched it over to US Air Force Honor Guard and they got back to me right away. So you actually reached out to me through our recruiting org, org box. <laughs> oh nice. And okay. I was able to pass along to our, our base honor guard in CIC. Yep, thank, thanks for uh, that. Appreciate that. Perfect. <laughs> worked out perfectly. Yes. And they're here from last Monday to this Wednesday. And they did an excellent job training us up, but we'll get into that more later, but it's, it's good to have them here. Awesome, I didn't realize you guys were here last week when you mentioned that during our sync up that 
I thought they were coming this week. So you guys have been here for quite a while. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. What did you guys enjoy about Fairchild? From the or how how did it go? How did your guys's visit go? What did you guys take away from it? Well, it went really well, I think. Other than maybe the weather, it snowed on us three times, <laughs> so wasn't ready for that. But uh, you know, I kind of a, a little bit of a local, so it was great to come back and visit. A little bit of a full circle for me, uh, coming back to to my roots. I loved it. Uh, it was a bit bit cold. You have really good beer here. Can I say that on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really good beer. Um, <laughs> but uh, the people, very accommodating as well. And coming from a originally a services background, like, okay. your DFAC, why is it underground? That was so cool. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. I kind of looked at it like a small child, like, oh, wow, this is so neat. But no, really, overall, this space, it's been really good as a visit as a whole. And the, the students for the like the Honor Guard program here and the other bases that came to visit, mm-hmm. amazing, really attentive, really care about the Honor Guard mission as well. So that that's something I'm very thankful for. Awesome. So how do you guys go about your recruiting? I know I know we have DSD, but what how do you what are you guys looking for from airmen? When I say airmen, I mean capital A. What are you guys yes, looking ma'am. from your airmen? Okay, so I'll break it down a little bit into, there's three ways that we recruit for the Air Force Honor Guard. There are the airmen straight from basic training. Okay. Roughly, I'd say about 80% of our unit is made up of airmen straight from basic training. Oh, okay. Uh, So how that process works is just like any other individual going through the MEPS process can apply for the Honor Guard. We will screen them, we'll interview them, and then we will provide that list to the the recruiting squadrons on who we selected, they'll go to basic training, they'll come to us. For those who are already in, for senior airmen and for senior master sergeants, they can apply through AMS Equal Plus okay. ads. Okay. So we push out, currently we push out an ad twice a year. So every six months or so, we'll push out an advertisement. We are trying to, trying to work it to get some more individuals through the AMS process because we, t- we tend to get a lot of interest that way. But unfortunately, the numbers we can take are pretty limited. Sure. I had, we just wrapped up our last cycle. I had 38 applicants to fill two spots. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of interest there, and we love that. We also get a lot of interest from NCOs. However, so from staff sergeants to master sergeants, if they want to come to the Honor Guard, they do have to go through the DSD process. Okay. So they have to be pushed up by their leadership and and go that route so unfortunately it's not quite as volunteer based more like they've been recognized by their leadership and their names have been pushed forward okay and for our listeners listening the new process will be through my vector instead of ams so make sure you're tracking that if you are interested in applying through the equal plus sergeant fielder so how did your position get involved with base honor guard or has it always been involved so it got involved about three, three, four years ago. There was obviously a need for having us be involved because uh, it's actually congressionally mandated that AFMEA reports to OSD the number of funeral honors that you have for okay. veteran, retiree, okay. active duty, stuff like that. But then as we saw it flourish really into this program, it became something where it's like, hey, you actually have useful information. This is Air Force Honor Guard to AFMEO that could be of use to our program managers where we can actually train them how to manage not just the program but the people because it's not just the movement and the uniforms it's also how do you manage people that come from all different backgrounds all different career fields 
and how do you really you can't quantify the emotional term like toll that it takes on a person but that's something that we do discuss from AFMAO perspective because AFMAO has a very robust resiliency program and that is something that we hit on as well being in the position that I have been in for three years I came from base Arnegard in Grand Forks actually I was uh, nice. I was NCOIC there so I've been this is something that's been a part of my career my entire time in the Air Force uh, unfortunately I am two inches too short to join Air Force ah. Arnegard <laughs> for our female listeners uh, you have to be five foot six so just be aware of that and five ten for the males yep okay see I, see, I didn't know that then didn't, didn't affect me um <laughs> No, so we, we got involved because we saw that there is the, obviously, the visual aspect and then there is the management aspect where you also have to go into how do you go into situations when an American Legion, a VFW, are not trained up to par of the uh, United States Air Force standards, but how can we rectify that? And we have actually uh, base honor guards who train them as well as ROTC, JROTC, stuff like that. So that's where we come in for it. One more so the... Um, like I said, with the legal part where we step in to make sure that everything's copacetic, we're not stepping on anybody's toes, and we also manage the area of responsibilities for the base honor guard programs. Awesome. Do you work with the deployed members when they come to Dover as well? Not often. Every now and again, okay. I'll snag one to come into my office to help me because uh, there's, there's a lot of funeral members to push up. There's a lot of data collection. Also, in our office, we handle all the denial of honors requests, which is one of the more unfortunate pieces of the job. And we handle all the flyover requests as well. Only the memorial ones, though. Anything that's fun, they go to like football game or anything, that's an entirely different organization. Okay. Excellent. Thank you guys for sharing that. Sergeant Bear, how has it been having them here with you for the last week and a half? I have gleaned a lot. I think I have about 10 pages of notes of things that I've learned and seen. Obviously, we have trainers. Uh, One member that is not on a microphone with us right now is Staff Sergeant Heron. I'd like to mention him. He was also training with Technical Sergeant Jones. And them as a team together, they did primarily the uh, hands-on training. Did a fantastic job Um, seeing the the little details that we might have missed here at our local base. Um, Seeing them fine-tune those motions and some bits and pieces on our uniform, or the attitude in general. The example of their teaching has been uh, been great for me to glean from just by watching, sure. so to have them in town. Another one, member that's not on the microphone that I'd like to mention right now is uh, a Senior Master Sergeant Cortijo. He is the Superintendent of Training at US Air Force Honor Guard over there in a Joint Base Anacosta Bowling as well. I'd like to mention him. I, he came over to assess the trainers, but uh, he went above and beyond and gave me some pointers on people management or increasing the diligence and discipline in Honor Guard here at uh, Fairchild Air Force Base to look more like U.S. Air Force Honor Guard in D.C. So I'm looking forward to Im- implementing a lot of those aspects. So I can't say enough how much I've gleaned in uh, Changes are coming for the better and looking sharper and uh, looking forward to looking more like Air Force Honor Guard. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen you guys a lot at a lot of the events right now. We got all the retirement ceremonies going on, some uh, promotion ceremonies, CCAF graduations coming up, and you've helped out at all of our ALA graduations. And you guys always look pretty sharp, so it'll be excellent to see how much more they can improve upon already. Back to Sergeant Jones. Oh, no. No, no, you're good. (laughs) 
What could you tell members, or maybe both of you, Sergeant Fielder, Sergeant Johns, what could you tell members and even Sergeant Bear what you're looking for here locally to help prepare them if they were interested in joining Air Force Honor Guard or even Base Honor Guard? So, Not so all at once. Sure. No. <laughs> um, a lot of things we look for is definitely that for, for Air Force Honor Guard is that Base Honor Guard experience. Okay. So that, that goes a long way with us because we're not necessarily having to start from scratch with somebody. So we, we love those individuals who have this background, who have the passion for honor guard to, to be a ceremonial guardsman, not just in the job title, but in how they carry themselves and their dress and appearance and just who they are as a person and as a big A airman. Awesome. As far as the, uh, what we're looking for, I think, in the Base Honor Guard program, I feel like mm -hmm. we're looking for the first thing. You want someone who's looking to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And it's not just Big A Air Force. It's Big A Air Force from the past, present, and future. That's okay. who you're representing. See yes. what I did there? Also, when something else that we're looking for as far as uh, a Base Honor Guard member, we are looking for someone who is wanting to become not just a better airman, and I mean Big A airman, but a bit better person. Okay. Someone, because without even realizing it, the honor guard makes you a better person because it puts you in these situations where you are helping other people, you're helping people mourn, you're helping people celebrate a chapter of their military career and their life. Uh, sometimes a wedding, sometimes a funeral, sometimes a retirement, change of command. We are the symbol of chapters in people's whole lives and we're looking for people who want to be a part of that. Excellent. Mm -hmm. What about here locally, Sergeant Bear? Locally, I I come up with a uh, open mind to um, see who I'm sent. Obviously, we have criteria. Sure. We have physical criteria and fitness criteria. Unfortunately, we do have to let some members not stay with us. But the members that I do have, I don't get too much of a choice of who I get. Fair but enough. I'm not too worried about that, honestly, because by the time they go on their first detail, they go to their first funeral, they present the flag to the next of kin. Um, you can already tell it to change in their hearts, their minds, by the time they come back with their first stories and they're excited to go out again. And by the time the next week or two or three comes around, they're, they're excited about Honor Guard and they're, they're ready to stick around. So I'm not too worried about recruiting. I feel like you have a lot of airmen that I know at least in maintenance side of the house where we both came from, when one group was done and getting ready to come back, they were already telling their friends about what they got to do and how great of the experience it was. That's awesome. And sometimes it was a matter of, we'd have five or six come to the second chief office and tell us, hey, can we get in, or can we get in line in the queue to go to Honor Guard in the next rotation or two? And people would wanna stay the, the extra six months if they were allotted the opportunity. So I, th I think you do usually get a pretty good group of airmen that are excited to go join, even the NCOs. I'm not sure how you snag Tech Sergeant Franco, but sure. I, know, I know he's really enjoyed it and really come to appreciate everything. So yes. I think you have a great group over there. I worked with Sergeant Franco back at Pease, so nice. we have a, a long history together. One, one thing I love seeing with, with Base Honor Guard is just the melting pot of career fields. And it's the same thing for the Air Force Honor Guard as well. Uh, because, you know, our NCOs are coming from other career fields to that developmental special duty. Uh, our chart says representing every member, past and present, of the United States Air Force. And part of that is that diversity and inclusion piece, right, um, demographically, but also you got that diversity of, of knowledge and from all these different career fields, 
all different walks of life within the Air Force coming together for this very important mission. So it's just awesome to see. Yeah. What, what are some of the things that you guys have enjoyed while you've been here? Is anything besides the beer? Have you had a chance to see more outside on the weekend? I think you were here so, for a very cold, cold very weekend, cold. unfortunately. So uh, my, my senior master was a, a little upset with me when I told him that, oh, a Fairchild weather, yeah, it's, it's like D.C. right now. It should be all right. And then it snowed three times. So we did a lot of things indoors. Sure. I will say Spokane knows how to do food and mm-hmm. beer very well. <laughs> so lots of breweries for sure yep. and whatnot, lots of good food. It's um, those cold yeah. bases that have the best food. Yeah. Because they have all that time to really perfect it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no one's but, outside. You know, coming from England, I, I assume. All right, all right. There's some great food. All the food is better. <laughs> you know what? I will fight you on this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> no, living over over there for seven years, and I see Sergeant Tomaszewski. She was floating around in here too. We've spent a lot of time over in England, so we can attest there's some pretty good food. You just have to know where to go. Okay, that's it's good. not quite as abundant. But I mean, when you think about it, some of our fast food that we grow to love—is that even really considered? good or should it be considered good Definitely. so some of the stuff we take for granted <laughs> <laughs> so for people looking to join either base honor guard or u.s air force honor guard are there any myths or stereotypes that maybe people think are a thing that aren't a thing that would keep them from applying or not applying like maybe shaving waivers yeah, that's a great question yeah. yeah i was just going to talk about that for sure in in the past we had a no chance if you are or were on a shaving waiver, okay. uh, you could not join the honor guard. However, that has changed. So individuals who are currently on a shaving waiver, we have members now on shaving waivers okay. at the Air Force Honor Guard. The stipulation there is that whenever they have to, you know, I'll say suit up, anytime they have to put on the ceremonials, they're required to shave. But while we're training outside of the ceremonies, they just follow what their shaving waiver requires. Okay, awesome. Is there anything that you're tracking maybe? Uh, that was the biggest thing I could think of is can have a shaving waiver, just have to be clean shaven for the actual detail. Profiles, anything like that people need to worry about? Ideally, we do not want individuals currently on a profile. Currently on a profile because okay. we're lifting sure. caskets, we're holding flags, you're standing at attention, of course. we really don't need you passing out, anything like that. So if you're on a standing waiver, probably a no-go. Okay. Cool. Concur. <laughs> Can you think of anything else, Sergeant Bear, that they cover pretty much the main things? They cover the main things. Uh, the other one is the uh, just unsure of the unknown. Sure. Frozen song. <laughs> <laughs> and if, we you're, under- uh, if you're a gym rat, though, come try out for the honor guard. We always need body bears. Mm-hmm. We need strong individuals. If you are freakishly tall, please also <laughs> come uh, join. Can uh, you be too tall? No. I Well. <laughs> Can you? I, Apparently you can. <laughs> Do you know the, What's the requirement for that? Okay, you cannot be taller than 6'8". Okay, so 5'10 oh. to 6'8". I, I have yet to run into that problem. The more you know. <laughs> okay. And I don't think we'll most likely have any 6'8 females, so they should be good as long as they meet the 5'6 requirement. I'd take him just for the story, because that sounds awesome. A 5'6 female. Yeah, I'm 4'11", so that I can't even be a boom operator if I wanted to be one. But... I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time, but I want to give you guys a chance to also just share anything you'd like to promotion-wise for the job and sure. the detail or just whatever you'd like to kind of share with, with our listeners. No, no, definitely. Um, I think I kind of hit my piece a little bit with how we recruit, but definitely if anybody is interested in the Air Force Honor Guard, 
um, they can definitely reach out to us through our website and through our org box. Yeah, we definitely uh, are looking for those motivated individuals who want to maybe do something different, but also kind of challenge themselves above and beyond. So, and I'll, I'll take it back to the charge on one more piece. It says, I'll remain superbly conditioned to perfect all movements throughout every drill and ceremony. So looking for those individuals who are, who are working out, who are staying fit, who are on our SMEs in their career fields and who want to take their leadership skills and, and maybe improve those leadership skills in a different capacity with, uh, with what we do with the Air Force Honor Guard. Thank you. Absolutely. Real quick, it's really cool that myself, Sergeant Jones and Sergeant Heron got to come out here. Just want to point out that other base honor guards can have this happen too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you have to do is request it from Air Force Mortuary Affairs, and you can find that on the Air Force Mortuary Affairs website okay. under the Honor Guard tab, and you can find our org box email, and then you can request to have your own MTT. And if you think your Honor Guard might need a little bit of work, your program might need a little bit of a little inspection or something like that, but not a real inspection. It's not on paper. Improvements. No, improvements. no definitely improvements. Improvements. This is doable for any base honor guard. There's no stipulations, nothing required of the Please installation. have some sort of facility for us to teach you would be great. But if it is outside, say, at McDill this time of year, it's not too bad. Is that suitable? Yeah, or? That, that's absolutely definitely. suitable. Okay. We just we request at some point to have some sort of indoor facility because sure. we do have a PowerPoint. I promise it's not death by PowerPoint. I have great stories, so it's not that <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Going back a little bit to what Texar and Jones said earlier, a favorite thing at Honor Guard is when members get to meet other members from different parts of the base. That is always a highlight. So if you're thinking about Honor Guard, come and join us. There's 20 other members in the same boat, not knowing what it is. I'll tell you right now, don't be intimidated. Come out and find out what we are, what we do. Just give me a, just give me some effort. We're going to show you some cool things and cool opportunities. Maybe do some colors at a, a soccer game. Oh, the SISM, yeah. Oh, yes. Maybe yes, there's Naples a... game. That's right. <laughs> there's International Women's Soccer coming into town, and we'll be participating potentially in presenting the colors during the games, or uh, before the, and after the games, as well yeah. as the, uh, the podium ceremonies. Awesome. So that's an opportunity coming up. So we'll be representing about 26 other countries, I believe, coming into the... Washington area. Awesome. In our backyard here. But hey, I want to thank you guys so much for one, coming out to Fairchild, spending some time with our our local team here, training them up, making sure they're meeting the standard, now being able to exceed the standard. Um, And then just also, please come back whenever you guys feel like it. I'm sure Sergeant Barrett or whoever replaces Sergeant Barrett in the next couple of years would love to work with you guys as well or your replacements as well. Most definitely. We were very impressed with the team here, very proud of the hard work they put in. Uh, they were not, I mean, they were doing great. Uh, just a couple things here there to tighten up, but solid program, solid NCIC of the program here. So just happy to, to come out and work with you guys. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming out. Thank you. All right. And for my listeners, you guys have a spectacular day. All right, team, that wraps up another episode of Refill Team Fairchild. If you guys have any stories you'd like to share on the podcast or maybe know anyone that does have stories that they'd like to share, please let us know. You can reach us at 92foxtrotsierrasierra.foxtrotsierradeltapapa.fairchildcharliealphaalpha.us.af.mil. And until next time, we'll see you then.